Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. You remember? What was the incident in your high school? Uh I am going to have to. What, do you got to take the fifth on this? You're afraid they're listening? No, I don't care if they're listening. I don't even know what she's up to. But so, okay. She brought, this girl brought jalapeno poppers to school. Okay. Must have had it the night before. Brought it. This is in high school. We were in 10th grade. And she had an older boyfriend. And they went out to the dollar lot where you park. And he had to go right to the hospital because what there was yeah we get it a seed or what something. is it yeah 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 we get it <laughs> he's telling the Swedish chef <laughs> and it was every I mean people were like it was it wouldn't die wow. down he, thank God he was a senior because. He graduated, but she still had two more years there. So they call her hot stuff. Hot stuff. There it is. I knew there had to be. I mean, so the reason we're talking about this is I I got a Facebook message from a guy I went to high school with. And I haven't probably talked to in 10 years. And he just said, hey, remember when so-and-so tried to make a bong out of a paint can and blew up part of the school? And I'm like, I do. This kid got uh, like bad burns on his body, missed most of his senior year. Yeah. And I thought, well, I bet everybody's got the incident in your school. So mine is a a paint can turned into a bong. Kat is a girl who ate jalapeno poppers and then (laughs) sent her boyfriend to the hospital. Jess, what was the incident? A mercury spill. Oh, no way. Like a thermometer? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I don't, I wasn't the one who did it, obviously. So I was in 10th grade and uh, the hallway right where like the wood shop and stuff was right by our lockers. And I remember that there was two kids that were sent down from like a science lab and they were told to like give these to the shop teacher. I don't know why or whatever, but anyway. They because the shop teacher's immune to everything at that point. They're missing fingers. They've obviously been part of all the chemical spills, so I get it. Give yeah, the, but like, what could really happen? Could you You could get poisoned from mercury, room. too much mercury. Yeah, so when we were sit there, we were sitting there and we were told that we can't go in there and that it was in lockdown, and we were all freaking out, like, what happened? Like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, did somebody die or something? No. Yeah, they were playing with the mercury, and then we had to miss school for, like, a week, and it was all over the news. A week? And everyone was... Yeah, yeah, because they had to, like, like, there was, like, it looked like a scene from the Monsters, Inc. movie. Yeah. Where everyone looked in, like, suits and everything. They threw a sock on somebody. Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, those kids had to, like, strip down and get, like, washed with the special spray and stuff or whatever. But, yeah, that's we all talked about that. Every reunion, we're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I don't even know the kids' names because they weren't in my grade. But, yeah, that was, everyone was freaking out about it. That was the incident. Jess had the mercury spill. Great story. Thank you for sharing. I got time for one more right now. By the way, if you want to get in line, call now. Uh, I want to talk about the incident that happened at Kylie School. Oh, okay. So, Sorry, did um, we shock you by bringing you on the show there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, well, I'm not exactly. I only had a little bit of my coffee today, oh, so I'm not enough. exactly awake yet. Okay. But um, I don't know exactly uh, how it started. All I know is that um, my study hall teacher 
had assumed that a student was skipping class. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll call him Mr. C. He was my study hall teacher. Okay. And um, I had been with him walking down the hallway at the time, asking him a question. And all of a sudden, he, he's a little hot-headed teacher. <laughs> I got him at that. But um, he pretty much uh, started a full, like, free-for-all wrestle match with the student. Oh, my God. And and the student ended up tackling him through the office window. Like, we had, like, an open office window. And shattered all the glass. Like, glass was everywhere. And some of the students had to go to the hospital. Yeah, it it was pretty crazy. I don't know what got into it i don't know like i don't remember what it's been so long i don't remember what started it but it was a kid skipping class and the teacher overreacting and then they end up getting in a fight and they went through the plate glass window in the office and somebody had to go to the hospital that would be youtube viral in 12 (laughs) seconds nowadays yeah and and did they got the teacher get fired for this do you remember um he got suspended he came back the following year Okay. So um, I don't think it was, like, completely, like, him initiating it. I know that he was, like, a hothead and that he really, like, and honestly, I don't even think that student had study hall that day. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't even supposed to be in there to begin with. I was going to talk to you about my high school thing was I saw a bomb threat on my, uh, and I was at school a long time ago, and this was in Sox Center. And we all got searched the next day by cops, and we had to go through all of our backpacks and stuff. What do you mean you saw a bomb threat? Like, you saw it online? I saw it on the, on the wall, and oh. then it, we saw it on the wall, and then we had to... Uh, you gotta check your Josh, out. you gotta turn that radio down, Max. I'm hearing myself 15 seconds ago. Oh, he's walking over there. Yeah. That's all right. Um, okay. And then... It's worse now. And then uh, the cops were called the next day, and then the the principal was called, and then after that, uh, the next day we got searched. Every student got searched by the cops. We had to do our search thing, go through our books, paper, backpacks, all that stuff. I had nothing to hide, so. It wasn't you. It wasn't me, but it was some other kid, some other guy that wanted to do a bomb threat, and then all the cops were called in Sox Center, and pretty much. Yeah. Did they go through your backpack and all your papers and stuff? Yeah, they did. They went through all my backpack. I had nothing to show, so. Yeah, so, so it wasn't you. I just, had you. I just had Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I had, oh, I had my Yu-Gi-Oh. CDs in there. I had my CD player in there, and I had my books and my stuff for school yeah. in there, and that was it. This sounds like a while oh. ago. Hey, where was this? This was in Sox Center. Got it. In 2000, um, between 2000 and uh, I graduated in 2009. And you're sure was, it wasn't you, though, Josh? No, it wasn't me. Okay. Did okay. the cops show up? 2007 or 8 yeah. or 9, one of the two years. But, yeah, <laughs> it, was between those two, it was between those three years. All right. Well, did the cops show up? Shut yeah, up. the cops did show up. They searched everybody. Like your backpack and everything? We were at the front door when we got off the buses and stuff. Josh, he's razzing you because you've called 11 times today. Oh, I'm sorry. No, don't sorry, be man. sorry. 10 is the limit. <laughs> 10 is the limit, yeah. When we reach a dozen, oh. then we get a little ornery about it. All right? Oh, okay. Okay. 
Hey, do you think Kat's a bad mom? <laughs> no, she's not. Okay. <laughs> no, she's not. Thank you, sir. All right, Josh. Well, plans for the rest of the day. Got anything fun going on? Uh, You're gonna call Elena. Start over. Yeah, yeah. That resets at 10 a.m. Yeah, 10 a.m. Okay. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna see Cat at House of Pizza today at four o'clock. That a boy. Come on out there. She's giving out free hugs. You can win a Blackstone Grill. Yeah, I know. All right. I heard about that. There you go, man. We'll see you there for happy hour. Told me to keep my hands to myself. Right, so if you've ever done Taylor Swift wrong, odds are pretty good that you're going to make it on an album. She has a new one out, Midnights, and um, how does she come up with her inspiration? First thing that kept me up at night that helped inspire the Midnights album is self-loathing. The second thing that kept me up at night, fantasizing about revenge. Oh. Okay. Well, whatever you got to do to write killer songs. And there you go. Uh, In response to a very explosive interview with a former nanny of Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde, uh, they're now issuing a joint statement. So, like, really the only time they've come together to say anything. Didn't he serve her papers while she was, like, at an award ceremony or something? He claims he did not know it was going to happen there. But a serve has to happen when you see the person and hand it off. But um, they're calling these accusations False, desperate, all part of an 18-month campaign against them. She was back at the house and was preparing a salad to bring to Harry Styles. And she was using her special salad dressing, something that Jason told the nanny that she only makes for her family. And this really devastated and kind of sent him over the edge. He doesn't want her to leave outside and lays behind the cars to prevent her from being able to back out. (laughs) You're telling me Jason Sudeik has got so mad over salad dressing that he laid behind her car. Do we really know people? We don't I know people. I don't know if I'm believing that. Um, we all know that comedians, they... It's always a little bit dark, right? But, I mean, this guy's... I mean, you're going to go lay in front of a car? I We don't know. We don't know. And we don't know how much this nanny is getting paid, if anything. That's the thing. If she's not getting any money, I believe her. If she's getting paid, I don't. Um, but I have actually a former nanny of Courtney Cox and Julia Roberts that has her response to the nanny going public coming up with the next paparazzi. All right. So on this week's Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, her crew, she has actress and singer Jana Kramer, who sadly was with this turd that used to play for the NFL, Mike Cosson, and... Um, he cheated so much. You found out he cheated with about 13 women? More. More? Wow. Got it. Mm-hmm. That has to be really painful. I know we're both in better situations. Yeah. But I think about this year, my kids won't wake up in my house Christmas Day. Oh, my God. That one's going to hurt. And that's like when I get like, that's not fair. He took away my dream, too, of what I wanted for my this family. This guy gave her, though, I'm a sex addict, I can't stop kind of thing. Every time he'd get caught, he would say, I'm going to therapy. It'll never happen again. I'm get baptized. I'm, yep, I heard that one. And it's just like, I'm sure she is kicking herself for letting it go that far, but... I don't know if you have the ability in your soul to make it happen for your kids to see both parents on the holiday, uh, you know, like uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, just do it, you know, like make Might be a little inconvenient. But, yeah, you don't know what they're going through. You guys can just talk and say, listen, we don't have to chit chat, but this is all about the kids. Start planning it now and just muster up that courage. It's going to mean so much in the in the future. Blowing out their candles today, rapper Praz is 50, Ty Pennington is 58, and good friend of the Playhouse, and I think he's coming on next month, Psychic John Edward, 53 today. He did this interview where he openly admitted that they are a co-sleeping family. They have five 
No, they just had their fourth. So they have six people in their family in one bed. There's like a study that says that it's better for the family unit for the kids to be with you as much as possible. It's good right. for them to have their independence too. But, right. but this whole sleeping in different bedrooms mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is a rather modern idea. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. people didn't have enough money and, and room to do that uh, for a long time. So this is something that I saw in a study and I was like, you know what? That's a really great excuse to be able to yeah. have us all. <laughs> you know why that's a great excuse to have you all in the same bed? is because you, you're a performing artist and you don't have to get up at 2.30 in the morning to do a dumb morning show. That's why, Buble, you can pull that off. Listen, I if I could, I would... Let Liam sleep with me right now. And he's 10. But Derek put the hammer down. Good. He said he's got an amazing bed. He has to sleep in his own room. I get that everybody used to, when Little House on the Prairie was a thing, everybody had to sleep in the same room. I get it. And that was great. But this is part of evolution. We're 2022. You have your own room. Go in there. Go to sleep. That way, if you snore, you roll over. You got to get up to pee. You got to get a glass of water. You don't disturb my needed rest. A part of me, it, I just don't like that Derek made that decision for for me you and Liam. Whoa. You know, it's just like, that's why I got a chaise lounge for my room uh, at the end of so our So Derek could sleep in that and Liam yes. could sleep in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> now Derek's feet hang off the end. But oh, I he'll mean, survive. He'll crunch up. But I, uh, I don't see one problem with it. I know that they evolve like a children. A, a child will eventually say, I'm going to start sleeping in my own room. When if it was that? up to you, he'd sleep with you forever? Well, probably not in his teens. That's weird. Where, okay, where does it get weird? 12 then, if I had to pick. Like, he's the sweetest You would kid. want your 11 and a half year old in your bed with you? I could care less. Couldn't care less. Sorry. I, I just feel we have this massive bed. He's literally two arm lengths away, but he loves our bed. He is so comfortable in it. Like on weekends, he'll go take naps oh, up there. A bed you're, when you're a kid, you don't, I'm telling you, until you're 30, you don't care what kind of bed you don't have. Don't you remember like waking up and then running into your parents' room and snuggling and it was so warm on the weekends, like, and then they, they lift up their covers and, and then just like Not swallow once. you in. Sad. I love it. It's part of my favorite. It's my favorite part of the weekend when he wakes up early and then he'll come and cuddle with us. Oh. You're not getting up early enough to get work done then. You need to get up before the sun he's and never, start working. He never sleeps in. His whole life he's up by 630. So he runs up the stairs and he'll come. I wish I had that kind of time on my hands where I could just wait for my kids to run up the stairs and oh, jump in my bed. Oh, my God. Instead of up working. Adam says absolutely not. Anna says, um... What did she say? Uh, I was 15 years old cuddling with my mom. My dad was always mad. Your dad was jelly, Anna. Uh, we played the audio from Michael Buble, who was on with um, Ryan and Kelly, and he said basically everyone in his family sleeps in one big bed. So it's uh, himself, his wife, and now they have four children yeah. all in the same bed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, this conception of uh, kids having their own independent rooms and going to bed in their own bedroom is uh, pretty modern. So I went back and thought, well, why don't we all just snuggle in the same bed? You know, that's really easy when uh, y- your wife is not going to work at 6 o'clock in the morning. You don't have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. You don't know their I- life. Well, know. he's Michael Buble, so he's going to go sing somewhere at 7 o'clock you tonight. at 2 a.m. he's not waking up with a sick child? Of course I'm he I'm not is. saying he's not, but he doesn't have to get up at 6 a.m. to go to work. He's mm-hmm. going to get up whenever. 
and do whatever for most of the day. Then a car service is going to pick him up at 5. He's going to go somewhere at 6. He's going to do his vocal warm-ups and have a glass of tea at 6.50. Wow. Then he's going to sing for an hour and a half, and he's going to go home. You know so much about him. Well, I understand the life. I uh, I don't find anything wrong with cold sleeping. I think it's beautiful. I think it creates an awesome bond. And um, it's never bothered me. Derek has laid the law down. He says, Liam, no more. Can't believe you let him get away with that. Sleeping in our room. Well, it's not it, like you. The thing is, he said it in front of the kid. You're not supposed to like contradict don't the make, other parents. Don't, don't ever talk bad about cat in front of my child. <laughs> I just went along with it. Now it's just kind of a rule. But um, yeah. You I, would have Liam sleeping in your bed till he was 12 if you had your way. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Caitlin, does this sound obscene to you? Um, as someone who allowed their child to co-sleep with them for the longest time. What does that mean? What does the longest not, time mean? Um, from just about the time he was born till after, just about when my second child was born. So over four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not bad. Okay. I mean, I tried to break the habit early because I didn't want to try to have two children and my boyfriend and myself in a clean size bed because there's. Not a whole lot of extra right. room. Sure. So, I mean, it's not that it's a bad thing because I get the whole creating a bond thing with your child when you co-sleep. I'm all for it. But I'm just saying as a tidbit of advice, it's hard to break the habit once you start it. Um, yeah, it is uh, very hard for, for everyone involved, I guess, because yes. I miss yep. it. I do. I love snuggling and cuddling and Time goes by so quickly. You, you guys, know? you got to hear this text from Hope. She says, we start our nights with the baby in the crib, the toddler in her room. When uh, our 10-month-old wakes up, she gets to spend the rest of the night with us. If our two-year-old has a rough night, she spends the time with us, too. My husband won't admit it, but he loves it just as much as I do. He often uh, brings our baby into bed just so she wakes up before I do. Mm. That's five in there now. That's five in the bed. It's uh, Isn't there a song about monkeys jumping on the bed and we crack their head and everybody should have learned from that a long time ago? Uh, that sounds made My up. My two-year-old loves to sing that song. Yeah, yeah see, like, see? Way ahead of the curve, Caitlin. All right. Well, thank you for chiming okay. in. Of course, of course. Have a great morning. This one. Uh, having an 11-year-old sleep in your bed is so much worse than a four-year-old calling another four-year-old girlfriend <laughs> Cat sounds like such a helicopter mom over the last two conversations. Um, I'm not because my child is very uh, good with conversation and communication. If and- you guys pay attention to the show, she's slowly slipping. It's been happening for uh, the good course of seven or Do eight not make here. me cry. She's slowly slipping into being super helicopter mom God. because she knows her kid is slowly gravitating away from her. He's got other interests and other people in his life, and she gets little amounts and she can't handle it. <laughs> You're... One of the worst humans I know. I'm just... uh, And I'm forced to be in here because I have a mortgage. (laughs) 104.7 KCLD and Key of St. Clyde's free cash. Just be fast or you'll lose it all. Diane, I'm catching such a good vibe off of you when we talked earlier and said you're color number 10. You were like, yeah! (laughs) You already have this money spent. I'm so bad at that. Like, I'll spend it. Oh, I think, yes, I think I do. Give me one thing you're going to spend it on. (laughs) I need a kitchen redo. Okay, so uh, you're talking appliances, countertops, everything, uh, cabinets, everything? (laughs) Uh, Cabinets is what I really need. This would make a dent. 
So you know, we did. We got ours painted about two years ago instead of replaced, and it made all the difference, man. Maybe that'll that. Maybe that's it. And then you might have like a whole bunch left here. over. Let's get to it, Diane. The game <laughs> is uh, relatively simple, but a little bit stressful. In front of Cat sits an envelope that she's ripping open right now. In that envelope sits a dollar amount. It is somewhere between one and five thousand dollars. Thanks to our friends at Key of St. Cloud. If you can tell us what that number is before the clock hits zero, you get to keep it all. Again, somewhere between one. And five thousand dollars. You'll have fifteen seconds, and once the clock starts, Cat will guide you with your next guess being higher or lower. Any questions before we get started? Nope, I'm ready. All right, everybody, concentrate on Diane in a new kitchen as she gives us her first guess, and we start the clock. Good luck from Key of St. Cloud and KCLD, Diane. Thanks. Forty-eight hundred. Higher. Forty-nine hundred. Lower. Forty-eight fifty. Higher. Sixty. Higher. 70. Higher. 80. Lower. Eight, 78, 79, oh! 80, 70. Did she, get, did she get it? Did she get it? What is it? 4878. We got a winner! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! You got it! Oh, my God! Oh, my God. Oh! You won! How did you oh know to God. start there? That's amazing! Oh, my heart is going so fast. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! You willed it out there. You said, I need my kitchen done. 4878. You won I that amount. Yes. <laughs> oh I love this! Yes! I am so excited for you. I got to catch wow, my breath. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm out of breath okay? right now. I took such a large <laughs> gasp when you hit that number. So I don't know. A lot of times I don't know what the number is. I looked at Kat and her, when you said 4870 or what was it? 40, 48, 48, 78, yeah. yeah. When you said that, her eyes got so big. She didn't know what to do. And I took this <gasps> huge gulp of air and I didn't know what to do either. Other than say, you got the money, Diane. Yeah. Oh, oh, baby. You guys are so awesome. Oh, my Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So what is the last thing that you have had to apologize? I imagine you have to apologize several times a day, not only for your mouth, but the moves you make. So what's the last thing you had to apologize to Trisha for? Well, I don't, it, it, it wasn't my fault. There we go. Okay. But start. Uh, on our Peloton exercise bike, you have to buy these kind of like clip in things so you can wear your tennis shoes. Right. So they're, yep. it's, it, but anyway, so one of them broke. Okay. But it, it, it was just a wear and tear thing. But I felt like I had to apologize. So I brought the broken piece to her like a, a sad dog. Yeah. And I laid it in front of her. And I said, honey, I'm really, really sorry. Yeah. This broke. But Did she I, rub your face in it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever break it again. She, she goes, huh? Like she didn't fully understand. I said, but I've already ordered a new one. Yeah. So it's going to be fine. All you got to do is wait till Thursday. So you fix the problem. Yeah, I'm a fixer. That's my that's yep. my entire life is I'm a fixer. I see a problem, okay. I fix it. So uh, I apologize, then I fix it so it never gets to be a heated situation. Wonderful. Well, you know what? At least you did that. This guy is going viral for things that he has had to apologize to his wife for. Went upstairs for the night without announcing it. I'm currently working <laughs> on a solo version of that scene from Sound of Music where the kids do a big number on their way to bed. I applied the brakes in order to save our lives. I underestimated the trauma that the change in momentum would create for her when i sprained my ankle i had a walking boot and i was limping too loudly up the stairs the thing to do would have been to lay down on my good leg and silently drag my body up the stairs using the railing 
Last night when I was cutting my steak, I let my knife touch the plate for a fraction of a second. <laughs> if you always sit in the same place on the sofa, your body is going to indent that cushion and ruin the couch. So what you got to do is you got to brace yourself with your arms and your core and you just hover above that cushion. Hover. Listen, the first one he said, yeah. I went upstairs to bed unannounced. Yeah. That happened to me about a week and a half ago. It'll never happen again. And my wife came upstairs and I thought I was going to get shot in the face with a bazooka. What made you think that you could do that? Uh, she was wa- she was the deal. She was watching Beachfront Bargain Hunt. So she was awake. While she was talking to her sister on the speakerphone. Okay. Okay. Right. So she's sitting there, glass of wine, Beachfront Bargain Hunt, talking to Abby on the speakerphone. Yeah. What could I do in that room? Don't have you ever gone out to dinner and you looked at the waitress from across the restaurant and went, Hi. yeah, Hi. you could have gone. No, I just like got. I, I literally it. got up. I was I was drinking out of a like a, a bottle of water. I put the water next to the sink. I walked upstairs. You didn't even kiss her on the forehead. I, but I but I assumed she'd be coming to bed. So thirty minutes later, yep, I'm sitting there watching the baseball game. She goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" I go, well, I'm going to bed. I have to get up really early for the morning show I do tomorrow. Yeah. You're not even going to tell me you're going to bed? <laughs> I go, Trisha, every oh. night at the same time we go to bed. Yeah. And uh, and I apparently now have to announce, like this guy, he said he's working on a solo act for The Sound of Music to let everybody know he's going to bed. I didn't know that that was a thing. Alex texted in, uh, I had to apologize because I didn't know a closer parking spot was going to open up. <laughs> and Trevor, <the> one- <laughs> Trevor said I had to apologize that there was traffic. Uh, Alan, Alan says my annoying questions about mysterious coffee stains, <laughs> because I, I guess you just want to know where they came from. I hit the brakes too hard because a guy merged into my lane Yeah, and she <laughs> lost it. She goes, what are you doing? <laughs> I go, I'm trying to not kill you. How about that? Cause the, yeah. the car's right next to us at the time, right? The guy merged into the wrong lane. I hit the brakes and then I'm speeding up to go past it. She goes, what was that? Yeah. I go, I was trying to not kill you. Mm. Sorry. Please don't try. My bad. Let's begin now. Uh, now, if we go with the Hump Day Show, welcome in. How's Cat? Uh, I am great. <laughs> Once again, did so much yesterday, and I'm feeling quite accomplished. Do tell. I went to clean my car at Tommy's. There's nothing like having a clean ride. Tell them Cat sent you. Went to Costco and got six items for $94. It was Still limited to six, huh? Yeah. Nice. Well, I got, I broke Show it down. Restraint. I broke it down because I look at it like, okay, so I got a box of like, there's this cauliflower fried rice that we love and it's in little like uh, steamer bags. Okay. And so there's six meals right there. So I broke it down like that. I'm like, girl, you got uh, eight morning breakfast omelets, blah, blah, blah. So it's not just six items. So I felt a little bit better with that. Went to Tuesday morning. Do you know what that is? Next to um, no the dollar store, kind of by Panera. What do they TJ do? Maxx. They have like, um, it's like TJ Maxx, but a different name, okay. kind of. And so I got bath mats there. Picked up Liam. Cleaned the house a little bit more uh, because we have a cleaning lady coming. And didn't oh, you realize you have for to somebody clean. to clean. Right, yeah, I get that. And then made burnt ends last night, oh, right which were delicious. And then paired that with some yellow cut up potatoes and red onions. And then I satisfied my man. With the burnt ends. <laughs> <laughs> and had his favorite TV show on and ready to go. So. Boy, you're quite the way. I do I do what I can, baby. I do what I can. I'm going to be dragging today. We uh, had a football game that didn't start till 7 last night at St. Oh. John's. And then I didn't get home and wound down. 
About 11 is when I close my eyes. Then all of a sudden, no that uh, 2.45 alarm, I was like, you got to be st- You can't do this anymore. You're a uh, ticker. It's mom fine. Your uh, birthday is on Saturday. I think I'll get a nap in today, actually. I think I'm going to try and split out of here a little bit early. Get that like late morning, midday nap. Get a workout in before a football game at Princeton tonight. So, okay. uh, But I did get an hour in on the Peloton. Uh, and uh, th- this, uh, this one trainer, she does these cover-to-cover rides. All the songs in the ride. So there was an hour. So there's got to be probably 15 to 20 songs in that hour. Mm-hmm. But they're all cover songs. Yeah. And it's really, really cool to hear these songs you've never heard before or songs that you're so familiar with but done by another artist. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're done with the ride. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I like to hear certain people's spins on songs and then either you love it or you're like, mm, I'll stick with the original. Plus, she cusses a lot. I like that. It's like her dad had to have been a sailor Yeah. because she has got a filthy, dirty mouth. Yeah. I am having a tough time because there's a woman that I would love to get like closer to, have a friendship with, but... Uh, she's better than me. At she's cussing? Like, no, she's like oh. a better person than me. Oh, most and are. So I don't want to be the one that she's like, mm, I don't know if I can handle She's going to go today. slumming and have you as a friend? That's what I'm feeling. Yeah, I get used, to, get used to it. It's great. It's just good to have friends. No, All I want fr- to be her friend, but I would have to like really rein myself in. All my friends know that I'm at a lower level. Yeah. And they, they'll mention, oh, you know, I spent some time with JJ. Yeah. That's how they'll talk about... Like, if mm-hmm. we go out, I spend some time with them. Like, they yeah. did me a favor, because they do. It's a charitable It's okay. Situation. It's a very good thing to have. Like, she says things like zoinks, like, and oh my. Instead of just straight up cussing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like, She's come on, girl. Throw an F uh, out there. We've got email. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got Sorry. An almond. She can't down. stop eating the almonds during the oh show. And then God, she's like, I got to wash these down. I got to wash these down. Oh I got to wash these down. All right. So this is from Andrea. And uh, mom's out there. Let me know how you feel. It says, my son came home not feeling great yesterday from nursery school. Uh, the mother of a girl in his class bent down, told him he's no longer able to call her his girlfriend. The two are very close friends. I see nothing wrong with them calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. I called the other mom. And she said that she has a problem with the titles because it could lead to other things. And I'm like, what other things? They're in preschool. And I think it's cute. She says young kids should not attach labels to themselves or their relationships. I disagree. What's your opinion on this? Is there anything wrong with boyfriend, girlfriends in preschool? Your listeners always have such great advice. Yes, they do, Andrea. I say it's unnecessary. What do you... It's unnecessary... You've I know. Gotta be kidding me! I know you think it's cute, like you and your best friend. You're having a boy; she's having a girl, and they're gonna get married someday. You know what I mean? There's always those cute little TikTok That's what videos. Pregnant or whatever. chicks talk about because you don't have the right chromosomes flowing around in your brain. I know, but like, I have so many conversations with Liam because he has some girl crazy friends that are already uh, linked up with somebody, and I said. No, you have priorities, and they go in this order. You tell him not to. He's going to want them more. He won't. He won't. But you know what? The last couple of girls that he's been interested in are pretty fly. Like, if he were to end up with these girls, they're, like, hardcore into sports and, like, just not drama, you know? And I enjoy that. (laughs) 
They're, I guarantee they're drama. They're just, you're just not seeing it yet. No, every I know gr- their moms. I know them. Like, I watch them. I watch their mannerisms. They're every not hanging girl, by the boys. Every single girl is drama. But I told Liam, you're not, you can't. You cannot have a girlfriend until after you middle school. You forbid him to have a girlfriend till he's how old now? After middle school. How old would that be? Well, he'll be what? What are you in ninth grade? You're 13? You're. What? Uh, you're a Hitler youth. Your son is 15. He has a girlfriend. He yeah. has not had a girlfriend before then. Sure he did. Who? You've never mentioned it. Because well, it they're little kid girlfriends. They're not anything serious. They're not going out. Listen. They see each other in school. If you tell him he can't have a girlfriend until he's 15. You know why I am a great you parent? You are such because, a disturbed human. Because I, I, I've done everything. All right? We know. Everything and, except for one thing. And, and I'm never doing that. <laughs> And we all know what that is, but I, I know, you know, that's why I always say, don't lie to me. You know, you're going to get caught. Thank God he's a bad liar. You know? So if I ask, Hey, you got a girlfriend? They get he better. does this thing with his face, you know? So it's like instant giveaway, but I just, uh, I don't dig this. I think it's weird. Yeah. This is from Andrea and we got it uh, a couple of days ago and I said, let's chat about it. She says her son came home. Uh, feeling sad because one of the moms at school told him, like bent down in his face, told him that he couldn't call her daughter his girlfriend anymore. So Andrea called this woman and said, you know, where's the problem? She says, I see a problem in the fact that they are already assigning titles to each other, could lead to other things. Andrea's like, they're four, they're in preschool, what other things? She thinks it's cute, but uh, she says young kids should not have labels attached to them like that when it comes to relationships. At God, you're making goals. problems. You, can I just stop for a minute? I don't care if you've got seven jobs. I don't care if you don't have a job. None of that matters. Just stop making more problems. You're looking for something to be pissed about. Why can't this mom uh, not be okay with something? What when is it comes the to problem? Daughter? That's our job. Our job is the on- only job we have is to make sure that our kids feel comfortable. You're making a problem. This was when has this ever been a problem? Somebody tell me when a four year old calling the other uh, four year old at daycare a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Tell me when that has ever been a problem. Would I say something if this were me? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything to this child because that's inappropriate. One to talk right to a child like that. She should have talked to Andrea. Is what I think. You don't talk to kids like that. I just can't believe we're making problems out of something like that. Look at this, Josh on line three. Hi, Josh. Yeah. Oh, are you in a chainsaw factory? No, not really. All right. What, what do you think about this? Chair. Okay. Oh. I think that if kids are supposed to talk about boyfriend and girlfriend that age, I think you should just let them. But I don't know. I can't remember how young I was, and I don't have. I didn't have a girlfriend when I was younger. What? But when I had a girlfriend when I was in Little Falls, I had to dump her because I had to move to another town. How'd she but, feel like that? How'd she react to that? Did she cry? I think she did cry yeah. after oh, that. That's sad. And uh, and then when you moved to another town, though, you found some more honeys? Well, yeah, kind of. And I, they kind of didn't like me after a while. And then no. after that, there was, I was by myself. Is there a common theme to what all these girls say to you, like that bothers them? And are you planning on working on it? I don't, I don't talk to them anymore, so... Right, there's like, hey, Josh, there's about almost 4 billion women on this planet. Go get one that loves you for you. She's out there. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. What do you What do you think is your finest quality that if like let, let's say Cat was un, unattached right now, she would want to date you because of why? Yeah, I would agree with that. I would go for her. No, but but what's what's your great quality, Josh? What's something that the ladies would probably love most about you? Well, I'm kind of sensitive about certain things, but you like pudding. Yeah. Okay. Like there we pudding. go. There it is. That's it. Pudding. All right. Thanks, Josh. Have a great morning. Yep. Take care. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Mitzi, tough to follow that one up with, but uh, what are your thoughts on the four-year-old dating here? They're, they're at least the boyfriend-girlfriend stuff. Uh, my kids are not allowed to speak to the other sex until they're 16. So if that answers the Whoa. question for you. Did you say speak to them, period? Like you can't have a conversation or you can't talk to them like that? Um, you can't talk to them at all. Like you can keep it cordial, say hello, but like I, I don't want them even flirting or really talking to the other sex until they're sixteen. I don't think it's appropriate. Ah, uh, when did you start I'm talking speechless. to the opposite sex? Yeah, when did you? Because oh is this gosh. something that you've learned the hard way? Did something happen? No, my parents did the same thing, and I hated it when I was a kid. But looking back now, I'm like, I totally understand why they said that. So I decided to do the same thing with my kids. So they can have conversations. They just can't even cross the line of like, oh, yeah, I love your sweater today. They got to shut it down right away. Yes. Uh, this is, again, I think you guys are looking to make problems. Jeanette, I got time for one more call, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, um, so I don't think that you should talk to a child directly. However, um, so I have a son, and he, he's only nine months right now, but I, I work with a lot of children that are, that are not necessarily in safe homes. And so... When usually people think, you know, it's a big, it's not a big deal to call your um, your little friend, your girlfriend, or your boyfriend. We're assuming that all children come from safe, loving homes, like the way we would raise our children, correct? Mm-hmm. But we don't know what happens in each family's home. And so what their idea of boyfriend-girlfriend means, um, you know, this is if you have, like, play dates and you have... Um, other children that you're inviting into your home and their families and you know them then I don't really see an issue with it but if you if you don't really know that child's family you don't know what's going on their idea of what boyfriend girlfriend means and if you let them go over to their home you know that yeah. I guess I would I would play play it kind of by like knowing the family because if the child that is calling your daughter or your son boyfriend girlfriend is um, in an abusive home or somewhere where they're not safe and they have an idea of what a girlfriend or boyfriend implies, you don't know what could happen. And I think so that's I guess, probably like, reading into funny. a lot of it. We're, we're trying to, like, this seems pretty surface and light of a situation. I don't know if I want to go those places, but as a parent, if yeah. it's how I want things, I think you have every right to vocalize it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I guess, like, for me, I just, I, I would feel uncomfortable just because of my own history and what what I do for work. Yeah. I just, I would just feel safer if my son didn't call uh, someone girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah. Fair well, thank you for that yeah. angle. Yeah, thanks, Jeanette. Thing. Have a great morning. <laughs> what are you going to give, as far as service, a five-star review to, Catch? Uh, sometimes it's really rare to give that because there's always room for improvement. But I went to get a specialty coffee the other day. And uh, the drive-thru was so long, so I decided to park and go in. And she was helping me out. And she winked at me as I walked up to 
the register. She winked at you. Like, hey, how's it going? Like, eh, I don't know what it was. It was like, it wasn't like sexual or anything like that. It was cutesy. And then I said, I'll take this. And then she's, ooh, good choice. I love oat milk. Like, not annoying conversation. Nobody loves oat milk. I love oat milk. That's a lie. I don't drink regular milk. So. You're so bougie. I, no, I just don't like gut bloat. <laughs> but then she winked at me after I ordered. And then she was like, uh, cat, Trent cold brew, two pumps of vanilla. And then set it down. And she goes, have a great day. Like that. And winked at me again. Three winks. And I liked it. I didn't mind it. I was like, winks are just mm. dying out, you know? What if I did this to you all morning? I think you're nuts. Don't look this way then, because I'm going to do it all morning. Don't do it. Uh, uh, 1366 says, the woman at the Raising Cane's drive through gets five stars from me. So friendly, brightened up my afternoon. Uh, I think I know what you're saying. Every single time I go through Raising Cane's, and I've only gone twice, but like. But every single time. But both times. Great service. So friendly. So it's nice to point that out. Uh, I had lunch, like a business lunch at the Ultimate Sports Bar like two weeks ago. Yeah. And it was kind of starting to get busy because it was like literally over the noon hour. And uh, our waitress was the best. Like she was there. She was Mm -hmm. bang, 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 water, more water, more water. Uh, But here's what here's what got me. We walk. I'm waiting for the person I'm going to meet. I'm sitting there. I'm just watching TV, right? They got sports on there, so I'm in my little heaven or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she walks up and she goes, "What'll it be, pork chop?" <laughs> oh, cute. And I was, was like, "She old then?" Was yeah, she old then? yeah, yeah. She was. You know, I would guess she was probably in her fifties. Okay. You know what I mean? I think to me, it probably looked like she just had a side hustle where yeah. she just was probably she'd probably been a waitress back in the day, like a diner. Did she know you that know was I mean? your nickname in <laughs> high school? <laughs> no, but but it was it was so cutesy. She goes, yeah. "What'll it be, pork chop?" I love. And I was that. like, "Wow, all right." And it was so and it was it was kitschy and it was fun and it was kind of it, it was off kilter. So if I had to give a five star review, it would be to her. Okay, I like that place too. Uh, Kyle says the girls at Scooter are so sweet. I love how they say, yeah. scoot around after your order. Five stars. So if you want to leave a five-star re- review, I think it's really important just to show people like you're doing a great we job. We don't do enough of it. You'll, you'll hammer on a business if they do you wrong, yes. if they get their order wrong, if you get I something never, shipped and it's damaged. I will never do that. Like I did a snap, I think it was last month after I left the corn maze uh, appearance and I had to stop in Foley. I had to get uh, something at Coburn's. Great service. So clean. Went to the Dollar General, organized, great service. And then I went to uh, Subway and she made a hell of a sandwich and it was clean and friendly. And I was like, I'm going to shout out these three because normally you don't. The only time I've ever left a bad review was to the hotel that gave away our room. That is deserved. I think I don't understand why things are overbooked flights and, and, and most hotels. of the time it wouldn't have been a problem, but we were staying there with the rest of our travel baseball team. Yeah. And we were the only one that had to go to a different hotel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my kid wanted to hang out with his friends here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's important that they're in the pool together and running down the hallway together and stuff like that. I think you'll agree with this one. 6220 says five stars for all Shields employees. They're so kind and helpful. Yeah. Um, the only hang up I have with Shields is y'all need the fudge back. <laughs> it was such a fun little, I loved that store, but I still go to Shields either way. So We were, uh, speaking of Shields, we were in the baseball glove area. Like anytime... I ever go with either of my boys. Yeah. They're spoiled rotten, number one, to begin with. But neither of them need anything when right. it comes to baseball. They have everything a human could want. But first, we always have to go look at the new gloves. Are there any new gloves in? Mm-hmm. So this guy comes up and he, he looks at Nolan and he goes, oh, are we looking at a new glove? And he goes, well, I'd like to, but my dad says I can't. Oh. 
And I look Acting at him, like I go, he didn't have I go, lunch or we dinner. We just broke in two A2000s last yeah. year. And he looked at me and he goes, you obviously know what you're doing. Have a great day. Like he, <laughs> he wanted nothing to do with the fight that was about to occur between my son and myself. You're and kid. so I'm like, all right, I got you, man. So where are you leaving that five-star review? I put on our Snapchat, uh, choose who you would want to be your naked and afraid partner, Cat or JJ, Okay. Well, it's got to be me. I'm a survivalist. You had a lot of guys say that they would want to go with you. Yeah. Blake being one of them saying because there would be no competition downstairs. Oh, well, he's heard. <laughs> saying you'd be the loser. Oh, no, 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 Blake. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, right. Blake. Blake Christ. wants to be naked with you. And he thinks that we are the best morning show in the area. Ain't that the truth, Blake? Blake, you're hard of hearing and hard of sight at one <laughs> point. But uh, yeah, I, I would be a survivalist. Okay. I would so I would so much. Li- listen, if it was you and I on a desert island on Naked and Afraid, you'd die so fast. Alyssa might survive longer with JJ, but yeah. would die laughing, having a good time with Cat YOLO, fair. LOL. That's fair, because I, I go to work. Here's Here's what would happen is we'd get there. And you'd go, oh, I'm going to sit here and get some rays while I would work on the shelter and killing things to eat and boiling water and starting fire. And then you'd go, oh, hey, if we set up this bamboo in a certain way, maybe we could catch uh, an episode of the Kardashians. The thing is, I couldn't have more better ideas when I watched that show of how to survive in those situations. The one thing that gets me, though, is why nobody brings a bug net. Like, that's what gets you. That is what will have you tap out if you are riddled with bug bites. I've seen episodes where they have and they didn't work. You like make they it brought work. a net and it didn't work. Then they didn't erect it correctly. That's, <laughs> oh no. Bail. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5.30 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.